The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 75. I hope you guys are doing well and um, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can send me a message and we can set up the free session. Also, if you do find this podcast helpful, you can head over to my Instagram at robertjamescoachinguk And there I post uh, lots of content, uh, obviously, about OCD and anxiety. Um, So, yeah, if you could follow and and like, that really helps to to get the message um, out there about the podcast. Today's episode is all about how OCD is uh, like an addiction and what we can actually do about that. And, you know, this is something that I realized... um, you know, maybe a couple of years ago that, you know, the OCD, the way I was responding to it was actually very, very addictive. Um, that need to perform a compulsion often feels like we have to do it uh, when, of course, we do have a choice. And so, you know, this podcast is all about that and looking at practical ways for how to overcome that OCD addiction. Um, as always, I hope you find it helpful. If you have any questions, Uh, do please let me know via the website or Instagram and I really hope you enjoy. Many thanks. It may not be obvious at first but in my personal experience OCD is very much like an addiction. We we really get stuck in this place where we feel uh, an absolute um, necessity to perform the compulsions And, you know, this stems from the fact that, you know, we're not, for whatever reason, we're not very good at experiencing pain. Um, Of course, I mean, this is this is one of the most fundamental facts about all living organisms that, you know, they move towards comfort and away from discomfort. Um, and, And so to a certain extent, you know, we're all like that. But if you do struggle with OCD, then, you know, we tend to take this to an extreme, you know, whether that's down to an overactive um, amygdala or whether that's down to, you know, past experiences and, um, you know, the the things that have happened to you in your life. Um, or it could be down to something else. In In reality, you know, it doesn't really matter so much. What we have to learn to do is we still have to learn to treat it in the same way. We still have to learn how to tolerate that uncertainty and how to deal with that pain without pushing it away. And you know, if you're if you're not sure about this, if you're not sure about kind of is OCD like an addiction, what we can do is just uh, compare OCD to uh, to somebody who struggles with alcohol addiction. The alcoholic you know, they really feel like, you know, they have to drink, they they need to drink. There's, you know, a physical addiction, um, also a mental addiction. 
And people literally feel like they are compelled to drink. And often, if you're very far down, uh, you know, the uh, the path of being an alcoholic, there are, you know, levels where people are drinking just to make themselves be sick because, you, you know, that is what they've got used to doing. And just, you know, drinking to the point that they throw up and maybe they pass out. And when they wake up again, they feel like they just have to start that process again. And, you know, this is obviously a very sorry state of affairs. But why are they doing this? There must be there must be a reason for it. And there is, you know, when the alcoholic drinks to that point, somehow it relieves that pain. It makes them feel very slightly better, you know, even if it's for a short time. And what that does is it gives them a sense of control over themselves and in their lives. And actually, you know, you, you always hear um, stories that you should never, ever give um, an addict what they want. Um, you know, and actually I was listening to um, Russell Brand speaking on his podcast. Um, you know, obviously he's a former drug addict and he was talking about about this and saying sometimes, you know, the kindest thing you can do uh, for an addict is is to actually give them their, their drug. Um, and, you know, this is obviously a really, you know, a complicated area. I'm obviously not saying that you should go around giving drugs and alcohol to people who are struggling with addictions. Um, but you get the point that I'm trying to make. And, and that is that, you know, these these things that people do, they don't just do it for no reason. There is a benefit that they get from, um, you know, from helping themselves uh, in this way with uh, with their substances. The problem is, though, that um, every time that they, they do give in to the drug, all they're doing is reinforcing that bad habit and getting themselves more and more stuck. So although they might feel initially a lot better, in the long run, they're causing themselves more problems. And so it is with OCD. Like scratching an itch, the, the relief that we get when we perform that compulsion is sometimes incredible. Uh, because the discomfort can be so powerful, it can be so strong that we really feel like the only thing that we can do to relieve it is to perform that compulsion. And, you know, this is why it's it's so much like an addiction. By performing the compulsion, what you're doing is you're helping yourself. Of course, that's why we do it. Why would, uh, why would anyone want to perform these often bizarre and horrible compulsions uh, you know, unless they thought that on some level um, it's going to be helping them. And, you know, to a certain extent, it does for a short while. You get that momentary uh, release. And it's the same again as an addict when they, you know, if they haven't taken their drug of choice for a while, then, you know, the body starts to just kind of scream out to them that they need to do something about that. They need to resolve that. And so obviously they search out their their drug of choice. And for the OCD sufferer, it's the same kind of thing. We feel like at some point, you know, if we haven't been performing our compulsions, that, you know, we might get this sudden urge that we really need to do it. And this is quite interesting, actually. I think this this is a really important point because for many people, and this was definitely true for myself, as I started to get better from OCD, as I started to do more of the work that I needed to do and, and started to get more used to exposing myself uh, to my fears, what happened was that 
I was improving, but then suddenly from nowhere, I would get a massive spike of anxiety and a real urge to perform the compulsions, you know, even more so perhaps than I had done in the past. And I think it was something to do with this addiction. I'm sure of it. You know, my my brain was kind of, you know, really unhappy with the fact that I was no longer doing what I had been doing for so many years that I had taken, you know, I decided to take a different approach. I decided to stay in the present moment and to focus on my values and to live my life in a healthier way instead of relying on the old, you know, the old habits. And, you know, when we do that, it's it can be really good for a while. But at some point, you might feel like you're having a massive setback, but you're probably not. It's just the fact that your mind... Uh, is so used to doing something else that when you stop that, you know, it might really freak out for a short amount of time and try to get your attention. Like, hey, I'm still here. Come on, pay attention to me. And, uh, you know, it's your job to say, no, I'm going to keep my attention where I want it to be. And, you know, to remember that we do have that choice. Um because and yet again the analogy works in so many different ways you know the alcoholic may feel like they don't have a choice over their drinking when of course they do um you know the the situation in that that they're in makes it very difficult for them to see the truth about this <clears throat> and ocd is exactly the same it will do everything in its power to try to make you believe that you don't have a choice, that you have to perform the, the compulsion and that that's the only thing that's going to, to help you to feel better. Um, and again, you know, that is something that keeps the cycle of OCD going. It keeps that OCD addiction going. The good news is that with, you know, with OCD and with addictions in general is that you can obviously reprogram yourself. You can retrain your brain to, to, um, to deal with the OCD in a much more positive way. So that when these kind of thoughts come up telling you that you don't have a choice, that you have to do this, you're able to respond to them differently and to do something differently and then, of course, to get a different outcome. So what would I recommend here then to uh, to try to break this OCD addiction? Well, that is a million dollar question. And, uh, you know, in my experience, if you listen to podcasts, you know that I adhere very much to um, acceptance commitment therapy. I find that to be, you know, one of the best things for how to deal with OCD when it comes up in the moment in our day to day lives. And, um, you know, so something that you can start practicing, you know, straight away that I really do think will help is just trying to learn how to be a bit more in the present moment. You can learn how to anchor yourself in the present moment by using mindfulness skills, by paying attention, picking up something, for example, in your hand and really trying to notice new things about it. Um, can you notice like how heavy or how light it is? Can you notice the texture of the object that you've picked up? Can you notice anything about the shape about it, the color? Um, is it dull? Is it shiny? Anything at all that you can notice about it and then pick up something else. And then can you tune into anything you can hear in that moment? What can you hear? Really try to pay attention to that sound like you've not heard it before. 
Um, this is that's a, an anchoring technique. It's it's just one small technique that helps to bring you into the present moment. You can also use informal mindfulness skills where you really pay attention on purpose to anything that you happen to be doing. So if you're walking, really pay attention to that. If you're socializing, choose to really pay attention to that. Whilst um, trying your best to accept that nagging voice in your head telling you to not pay attention to what your friend is saying and to start ruminating again because as we know you know these thoughts are very addictive they really want you to do the thing that you know that you really don't want to do actually and so you know you need to try your best to to watch out for those thoughts and to really try to stay in the present moment and if you're you know, again, to come back to acceptance commitment therapy, if you're aware of what your values are, that will help motivate you. That will help, you know, to give you things that you can actually focus on. Because as we know, just telling yourself to not think about something does not work at all. Actually, it's counterproductive. It will do the opposite. You will probably think even more about that thing that you don't want to think about. And so often the best thing that you can do instead is to mindfully try to put your attention onto doing a different activity, something that you value. Um, likewise, uh, I also advise people um, to, to start keeping a thought journal, to start writing down what are the things that keep coming up because, you know, if you really want to cut out some of these really addictive um, compulsions, then, you know, you need to start being more aware of what they are and worrying is actually one of the main uh, addictive kind of compulsions and so if you can learn to 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 spot when you're actually you know when you're when you're engaging with compulsive worrying uh, because sometimes it's actually very difficult to spot you may be you may even think that this worrying that you're doing is somehow important or helpful when actually probably it's not at all it's just a compulsion that you're kind of addicted to uh, which is keeping the cycle of OCD going Anyway, that's it. I hope you found it helpful today. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at robertjamescoachinguk. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.